So we pick up on the, uh, the bottom of 42b, Membet Amurbet, and uh, we have uh, the following uh, question. So uh, we, we had been talking about a slave uh, who had been uh, freed, uh, except he has not yet got a document uh, of, of freedom. Okay, the master said he's freedom, but he hadn't got a document, and uh, we'd, we'd had that case, and you know, what, 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 what can happen, uh, and uh, if you, uh, you know, did he... Um, can he eat truma or can't he eat truma? And uh, we'd had that discussion. So now, a similar type of discussion. Uh, the following question. Eved rabo machor or machor. Okay, so what happens is in, in the situation uh, is that if a slave whose master sold him, uh, partially sold him, okay, so, so now uh, it's, a, it's a similar type of case uh, whereby uh, the, the master had said, listen, uh, I, I own the slave. However, uh, what happens is, is that uh, if the slave... Uh, would get gored by an ox, uh, and uh, then uh, I'll, I'll, I'll sell you the rights uh, to keep that payment. You know that that is uh, that is really what we we're talking about. Uh, it's it's not a it's it's, it's a kind of almost like a, a partial sale or a sale of a, of a part of the of the slave itself. So you could sell the slave for a certain amount of time. You could also try uh, sell the slave uh, for a limited amount of benefit, uh, like uh, collecting the penalty. So now the, you know we're going to see that. Um, uh, we, we had this kind of concept in uh, Kutubot as well, where a woman would sometimes sell uh, the rights uh, to her Kutubah. Uh, that, that, that could happen in, in future. Uh, that would only happen if the, if the husband uh, would die or divorce, uh, pre, you know, die before her or divorce her, uh, and, and then she would get the Kutubah. Uh, she could some, sometimes, uh, we should be allowed uh, to sell that. So a similar type of idea over here. Uh, and uh, and also you know th- there's another thing that the, on the other hand uh, we we could look at it as if uh, the master is really keeping uh, the full amount uh, of of the evid he's not selling uh, the the evid himself he's just selling the rights uh, to the penalty okay so they're, they're, you know different ways of understanding uh, what we are are, are, do, are doing it uh, so in this in this situation uh, we you know th- that is the that is the question so if he was killed by an ox the penalty would be paid. Uh, to that um, uh, purchaser. Now, machor uh, or machor. Now, is he, is he defined as sold or not sold? In, uh, sold. In other words, uh, is this is the sale uh, effective? Is even just as part of the sale effective? And now. Uh, this touches on something uh, that uh, comes up uh, in, in different places throughout the Gemara. Uh, you can ask it according to Rabbi Meir, uh, who, as we're going to see in a second, uh, holds that uh, you are allowed uh, to uh, deal with things that haven't yet come into the world. And you can also ask it like the rabbis. Okay, and it says, Tibai. You can ask according to Rabbi Meir, who holds that you can transfer ownership of something that hasn't yet come into the world. Uh, the classic case of this we're going to see uh, in, in, a, in a, um, a few month's time when we, when we get into uh, Kedushin, where, we do, where it, it, it says, a man says, uh, a non-Jewish man says to a woman, uh, become engaged to me uh, once I convert. Uh, that's it. You know, does that happen or not? Or do we say that uh, the, the, the man is not yet Jewish and therefore uh, it's considered as if he's not in the world? We're going to see uh, a, a, um, a, a, a similar type of example here. Or else, uh, you know, the other uh, prototypical example uh, is where a man says, listen, uh, I'm going to sell you uh, the fruit 
uh, of, of this tree, uh, you know, when it, and, and the tree has not yet started making fruits at all. Uh, and and uh, can you sell something that is not yet in the world? Okay, uh, there's all discussions. We're not going to go into the exact uh, reasons uh, conceptually uh, why not, uh, why you can't do it. But maybe it could just, you know, just one idea. Uh, it could be because there's no uh, what's known as gemiratat. Uh, there might not be uh, a full commitment uh, to something that's not yet in the world. Anyway, uh, so you could ask going to Rabbi Meir, Tzibala Rabbanan, Tzibala Rabbi Meir, Adkan, Lokama Rabbi Meir. Rabbi uh, Meir uh, only talks about that you can sell something that's uh, uh, in the uh, not yet in the world. Why? Adam Machne Davar Shlobalam that a man can sell something that's not in the world. Ella Kugon Pyro Tedekel and uh, like for example uh, the fruit of a palm tree uh, because Davide uh, Datu right because it's really uh, the palm tree is in the world. Uh, the the fact that it's uh, it's quite common for it to produce fruit means that you expect uh, fruit uh, to be produced by this palm tree and, uh, and therefore once uh, you, you would be entitled, it's not such a far-fetched thing uh, to to say that fruit will be produced uh, by the palm tree of uh, Ahaka, but in this situation, uh, what we are saying is Mi Yemar de Mingach, right? Who says uh, a slave is going to be gored by an ox? Uh, that's a very uncommon, unlikely occurrence, and therefore uh, that is uh, uh, something uh, that, that's, that's highly, because it's so highly unlikely, uh, it's, it's really something so far fetched that it's not even in the world. Vim Nimsa Lumar de Mingach, and even if you would say, uh, that the slave would be gorge, you know, which is a, it's, it's a low uh, possibility. Uh, a low probability as well, and and therefore, even if you would say uh, that you would take that into account, Mimi de Mishlam, okay, who says uh, that the the uh, the owner of the ox uh, will uh, pay the have to pay the thirty shekels uh, to the to the to, um, to the master, and then the master would have to pay it over uh, to the person to whom he sold uh, that right to do it. To Dilma Mode Miftar, maybe the person will admit uh, that he was wrong and then uh, you get exempt uh, from the penalty. That's a whole discussion uh, in, in, in Baba Kama, etc. If you, if you uh, admit to a penalty payment uh, in this, and a call in this situation, uh, this um, uh, 30 shekels is a penalty payment because it's does not based on any uh, value. It's not like you have to pay the value of someone uh, uh, per se. You have to, you know, it's not like you uh, end up having to pay uh, the value. It's just a flat sum payment. It doesn't make a difference if the slave was worth 100 or if the slave was worth 1. Uh, still, uh, the, uh, the, the, the penalty payment is a flat uh, 30, and that's, that's, uh, that's known as a knas. And therefore, uh, if you admit uh, the knas, uh, then you are exempt from paying it. That's a separate law. Uh, we're not going to go into the, uh, all the, the details now. And also, uh, so even according to Rabbi Meir, uh, this might be something uh, that you wouldn't be allowed to sell, even though Rabbi Meir's opinion throughout the Gomorrah is that you can sell something uh, who's not, uh, that is not yet in the world. And now, Tibala uh, Rabbanan, you could even ask, according to the rabbis, uh, who said uh, they don't agree uh, that you can sell something that is in the world, they could take the opposite view over here. Uh, you can't sell something that's not yet in the world. They could say, Adkan, Lo Kamati Rabbanan, you know, the rabbis 
Ramaz only said then, uh, it says, Anadam, Makne, Devar, Shalobalam, that the person uh, cannot transfer ownership of something that's not yet in the world. Elakagon, Peirot, Dekel. Because the, the, the fruit of this palm tree, uh, uh, which is, you know, not yet in the world. There's no fruits over there. Uh, the, the palm tree's there, but there's no fruits. However, Hashtamia, Leitnehu, you know, and, and because the fruit is no longer there, that's why you can't sell it. However, Avahacha, Ahai, Ka, Shor, Ka, Ebed. We've got the ox in the world, and we've got the, we're assuming that the ox is born, uh, etc., and uh, we've got the, you know, the, 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 we've got the ox, and we've got the Ebed. They're both in the world. Uh, the, the fact that the ox has not yet uh, gored the Ebed, that's another thing altogether, uh, but they're at least both in the world. So maybe you can uh, make a transaction uh, with, the, with the interplay of those two things. Uh, it says, Vahaka Ebed, my. In this situation, uh, you know, Haika Ebed, Haika Shor, Haika Ebed. So it says, my. Uh, so the question is, we can ask according to Rebbe Meir, who normally says it's fine, and, and in this case maybe we would say it's not fine, and we could ask according to the rabbis, who, who normally say uh, uh, something in future, uh, not yet in the world, you can't sell, and we could even ask and say maybe in this case it does work. So, uh, you know, what, what is the, uh, the rule? So, Numero just clarifies uh, that it is a good question, both according to, according to both Rebbe Meir and the Rabbanan, and now it wants to give the answer to the actual question. Amar Abba, uh, Tashma Rebbe Abba says, let's listen to the following answer, okay? Uh, and uh, when it talks about, uh, in Parsha Timor, uh, it talks about uh, a, a, a Kohen buying a person, okay? And it says, if he buys someone, it says, Kinyan Kaspo, uh, he can... Um, his Kenyan Kaspo, uh, the, the purchase of his money, uh, is allowed to eat Truma, and those also, Yelid Beito, uh, the, the, those are born in his house, uh, can eat Truma as well. So now, Tashma, Yelid Bait, okay, sorry, Yelid Bait, not Yelid Beito, Yelid Bait, Matamodoma, why do you need to, to say uh, the people that are born into his house? Uh, obviously, uh, that can't uh, talk about, um, you know, uh, his, his children, because uh, his children are Kohanim as well. Uh, then, uh, and obviously, you know, the Kohanim. Uh, is not allowed to eat from if he goes along and uh, gets married uh, to someone foreign, uh, etc. And therefore, uh, that is... Uh Actually, I'm not sure. Maybe, uh, I think he might be able to eat trimmer, but obviously uh, the, the woman is a kalala. Uh, she can't eat trimmer. So I'm not 100% sure uh, whether he, we, we, I don't think we punish him uh, that he can't eat trimmer. Um, but, uh, but uh, you know, we're assuming here uh, that it is a good marriage. Okay. Uh, if we say, like, if it's born in his house and, it's, and his children, uh, if uh, someone who just buys, who's got much less of a connection to ochel, uh, i.e. slaves, uh, non-Jewish slaves, Canaanite slaves, uh, they can eat. Yilid Bayat, Lakoshkain. Obviously, uh, in terms of a um, uh, someone in his house uh, can eat it also. Uh, and, and also, if, if uh, the slave has children, uh, they could also eat uh, in his house as, as, as well. So it must be, you know, obviously his own children can eat, and this must be therefore uh, talking about um, uh, something born in his house. So if he went ahead and bought them, uh, they can eat trimmer. Then if they're already in his house, uh, they can eat trimmer as well. So it says, uh, uh, if that is the case, uh, that if a slave is born to the master, uh, he 
can eat it. Shoma, haiti yomai. So then you would have have the following question: My kinyan kesef sheyeshbo shava kesef uchal. So if you would say that uh, only one, uh, with regard uh, that you bought, I mean, with regard to someone that you actually bought with money, he's got monetary value. We say there has to be monetary value because that's why otherwise you wouldn't buy him. If he's not worth anything, you wouldn't have to buy him. So it says kinyan kaspo, you spend money to buy him. So it must be that he's got a value. Afi lid bayit sheyeshbo shava kesef uchal. So uh, someone, uh, a, a child of his, uh, that has also got monetary value, you assume uh, that even if those born in his house, a child of his uh, would also have monetary uh, value. Ochel, okay? Uminayin, she'afal alpi, she'ayno shaveklum. And how do you know that even if the slave is not worth anything, for example, if he's a newborn baby, he can't work, uh, how much, uh, you know, how would you know uh, that, uh, that, that the same law would still apply? Tamur lomar, yelid bayit. Um, it says you let by it, born in the house. It doesn't say how he has to be worth value. Uh, it doesn't say anything. As we said, uh, there's the word Kenyan Kaspo. And if you just learn Kenyan Kaspo, uh, you know, you might, have, you might have said that, you know, that includes you let by it. We say, listen, you let by it includes anyone as well. It doesn't make a difference how much uh, their monetary value is as well. Okay. And still, and still, maybe I'll say as follows. You lead by it. Ben sheyeshbo shavakesef, ben sheyeshbo shavakesef. Okay, uh, maybe you know whether he's got monetary value, or maybe whether he doesn't have monetary value. Okay, ochel, uh, then he can eat it. Kinyan kesef, yeshbo shavakesef ochel, and and maybe I would say even if he's born, uh, whether he's got ma- a monetary value or doesn't have monetary value. However, however, you might flip it around and you say. Kenyan Kesef, uh, when it comes to uh, the, 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 the uh, buying something, uh, it says Yeshbo Shava Kesef, Ochal. Only if you buy him and he's got value, uh, he could eat it. Ainbo Shava Kesef, Ain Ochal. But maybe if he hasn't got a monetary value, uh, then you wouldn't eat. Okay, so now you're exploring the other side, uh, just for you know, consistency purposes. Tamud Lumar, Kenyan Kaspo, Yelid Beto. So we have both uh, the Kenyan Kaspo and the Yelid Beto. We say there's a Hekish, uh, between those two, uh, the purchase as well as someone born in the house. My yelid bites afalp sheinbo shave klum e ochel. Even though someone is born in the house, like we said, that newborn uh, who doesn't have a monetary value, uh, that he can eat uh, as well. Af kinyan kaspo. So too, even uh, the a purchase uh, of of a slave, uh, even if he has afalp sheinbo shave klum ochel. So too, uh, even though uh, the slave is not worth anything um, uh, still uh, you, uh, you, you, he can also eat of trimmer okay so uh, here we see uh, that uh, at least you know according to what we are saying here at least according to uh, the the the, the uh, the assumption here is that you could have a slave uh, somehow that has no value, and that's it. So now, uh, and it says, and if you would say uh, that uh, a slave whose master sold him to another person in terms of uh, the, the value he would get if he was gored, uh, uh, you could say that uh, he's sold. Uh, it says, uh, surely uh, you know you can never have a slave without any monetary value because. He's at least got the value of someone paying 
uh, someone would pay, you know, uh, one or two, uh, uh, you know, for, for the possibility that he might get 30 uh, if the slave is killed as well. All right? so, so therefore, a person is willing to take that chance. It's a big gamble uh, to take because it might never happen. So a person says, listen, it's like buying a lottery ticket almost. You buy it for a small amount of money and uh, all of a sudden you might get a big payout of, of you know, 30 times uh, the value. So let's say he buys for one and he could get 30 back. So a person might be willing uh, to take that uh, chance. Okay? Um, so, uh, you know, so surely there, there, there's no slave uh, that's got no value because you could always say, listen, the slave has got value. Uh, um, a person could sell him for his knas. Uh, so therefore, surely that proves uh, that this does work. And the Gemara says, um, uh, in, no, you could have a slave uh, that doesn't have any monetary value. Even for that, Ika Eved Trefa, a slave that's just about to die. Uh, a slave that's going to die uh, in, in that situation, uh, maybe no one is willing to buy him, okay? He's going to die within 12 months. That's a trefer. Normally, we talk about animals uh, that are trefer. Here, we're talking about slaves and humans uh, that are trefer. It's already there. Uh, therefore, you wouldn't have to pay a penalty if the ox would gore him. Uh, surely, even such a slave that's going to die in 12 months has got monetary, money, a minimal amount of monetary uh, value. You can still stand in front of his master, I don't know, uh, pass him a, uh, a, a glass of water every now and then. So, he's, you know, and, and even if he's not able to do anything, he can just still stand there and honor uh, the person uh, it says no uh, no it's, it's talking about a, a, the, the, the slave is disgusting maybe he's got some type of disease uh, of sorts he's, he's full of boils etc there's no honor uh, for the slave just to stand in front of the master therefore he is worthless and therefore uh, you know, we could say that you could find a case uh, where the slave has got no monetary value even for um, uh, someone who would sell him ok so we, we don't have an answer uh, to to the original question uh, about you know uh, you know does the slave does does just that um yeah, either he can sell uh, a certain part of the right to a slave, almost like a, a timeshare uh, type of idea, where you sell uh, the, the instead of selling the time, you're selling uh, the, 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 a certain portion of the slave, or else uh, you sell just the right uh, to collect the money. Okay, so we're not sure. As we said, those are the, the two different ways of looking at it, uh, and we don't answer the question. All right. So now uh, going back to what we'd had uh, yesterday, etc., and over the last few days, Ibalu and me. Uh, someone who's half slave, half free. Uh, he's not, uh, we said he's not supposed to uh, marry a, uh, um, uh, a Jewish woman, and in fact, he can't marry uh, a Jewish woman. Uh, what happens if he does do Kedushin? He gives her, goes over, and gives her money. Uh, it says, uh, How do we look? Does this transaction have any effect or not? Um, on the one hand, Okay, if a man goes up to the woman and says, listen, uh, become uh, engaged to half of me. Okay, uh, it says, the lacha is mukudeshet. We're saying is that uh, really when the man says become engaged to half of me, really he means uh, not half of him, uh, but, but uh, all of me. But really he means that uh, I want to uh, marry another woman as well, which a man is entitled uh, to do, uh, at least in the times of Gomorrah, uh, before Rabbeinu Gershom, uh, who said that uh, you know, a man should, is not allowed to marry two wives, but yeah, uh, the, a man, in times of Gomorrah, a man was allowed to marry two wives. 
and uh, so therefore he says become engaged to half of me really means that I, I'm going to be taking another wife and, and therefore maybe only going to get for half my uh, attention so he says become engaged to half of me uh, and then we say Mekudeshet because it's really like saying that you become engaged to all of him okay Mekudeshet have a kula. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and that's because she's able uh, because she's able to marry all of him uh, that is, uh, that, that's what we say uh, she's able to marry all of him uh, it says hi uh, but in this case uh, the woman uh, does half slave half free man uh, she's only uh, able to marry half of him uh, because the only half the half that is free okay uh, because half of him is slave uh, and half of him is free alright so uh, that is what, uh, that, that's, that's the one side of the question. Maybe it shouldn't work. On the other hand, ben Israel, Hamakash Isha. What happens, uh, you could also look at it the other way. Uh, you're talking about a man uh, who goes over and says to a woman, uh, I want to become engaged to half of you. Okay, in that situation, uh, the woman is not Mukudeshet. Uh, Why? Uh, because Deshar because he left over a part of his acquisition. Uh, you have to acquire the full person. You can't just acquire half the person because we know that a woman cannot be married uh, to two men at the same time. Okay, uh, so she can't, so, or, or two men, uh, right? So, so it means that uh, uh, unless you want all, you have to take all of the women, uh, you can't leave over a little bit of a uh, high evid, uh, but in this situation, uh, with this evid, high law shire bikinyano, she hasn't left over anything. She says, I want to be, ca- um, he's going over to her, he says, listen, the, the, the full part of me uh, wants to uh, get engaged to, to all of you. You know, there's nothing left. The slave didn't leave any part of her out of his acquisition. He says that the half of me uh, that is free, uh, I want to become engaged uh, to you as well. All right, so, uh, you know, that's it. So his Jewish half uh, is engaged with her 100%. So the Gemara asks my, uh, you know, the two ways of looking at either it works or it doesn't work. So Tashma, uh, we try to give the following answer. Uh, it says, um, and so this is a case that we had before. Uh, I think the yesterday or the day before is what we said. Uh, if an if a ox kills someone that's half a slave, uh, it says the Evid gets half the money, uh, and it says, uh, um, it says, uh, So in this, it, uh, the half... Uh, the, the ox kills half a slave, uh, a slave that's half free and half uh, enslaved. So then, uh, the half the, uh, the 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 thirty shekels, I fifteen, uh, goes uh, to the master. Okay, and half uh, goes this the ben Horin, Half the fifteen uh, goes to this man. Uh, uh, and, and also the, the half goes to, the, to his, his heirs actually you can't go to the man himself obviously because it's got to go uh, to his heirs okay uh, and now it says so how does this guy have heirs uh, because you know he must have got somehow he must have got married uh, at a point in time and uh, what we, we're talking about here uh, it, uh, we're saying, listen, uh, it, uh, slaves, uh, when they have children with, with other slave women, we say, listen, uh, there's no uh, there's no yichus over there. I think uh, I've, I've forgotten exactly what, how the Gomorrah phrases it, but uh, I think ein yichus levanim is the phrase of the Gomorrah. Uh, it says there's no, <coughs> we're not sure who the father is, because slaves are licentious, uh, as, we, as we've seen, uh, in, in terms of why uh, you'd be allowed to free a slave, because people were misbehaving. Uh, 
uh, with a slave woman. I think we'll get another case like that uh, in, in a bit. Uh, but still, yeah, uh, in, this, in this situation, must be, uh, therefore, uh, it says, uh, love Kedusha in your Shav, Minale. Uh, so uh, surely we say that in this situation the slave must have uh, the half free half slave he must have gone and uh, done kedushin uh, to a, a woman uh, and that kedushin works and then they had a child uh, from that relationship uh, and therefore uh, that is his yorshin okay uh, that, that is uh, what we are talking about there uh, and uh, he, can, he can get married to a woman and therefore he can have heirs as well alright I'm Rav Ada Bahava uh, Rav Ada Bahava says not necessarily uh, it says, uh, um, uh, he doesn't actually kill him. Uh, really, what it means, uh, he actually turned him into a trefer. Someone who's going to die, uh, and, uh, and yeah, within 12 months, uh, so he's in some respects uh, considered dead. Uh, and, and that is what we're talking about. Trefer is similar to a dead person, and therefore. That must be the case uh, that we are talking about over there. Um, and uh, my Yorshav Nafshay. And really, what does his Yorshav mean? Uh, the people who inherit him mean he himself. That's Rav Adabahava's uh, question. Ama uh, Rava. Rava dislikes that. He says, what uh, We can. Uh, if that is your uh, answer, he says, I don't like it. He says, I've got, I've got two questions against the way you said. Kada Yorshav Katani. It says, do uh, you give it over to his ears? And this guy obviously has no ears. You can't say. Is actually means himself because uh, that's not is that's himself uh, and therefore he should have just said you give it to himself uh, but, uh, you know, and, but he's dead so you can't you can't do it so uh, you know so, so that that we could have answered maybe and said that he's a traitor uh, but here yeah, your shav can't mean himself uh, but, um, and furthermore I say kofehu I'm a Rash Lakish is a kofir, and a kofir is only paid, uh, says Rash Lakish kofir, and Mish Talaim El Al Acha Mita. You only pay the amount anyway after the guy is dead. Uh, so there has to be uh, some Yorshavato, Ella Amarava, Roilito, Vainlo. So the way Rava explains it, he says you give over the half to his Yorshav, uh, to his heirs, means uh, that uh, that would be uh, the normal situation uh, that you would give it over to his heirs. But in this case, uh, because the guy cannot have any is means that uh, just uh, the rest of that, that payment uh, gets lost uh, essentially and, and uh, the the person, uh, the, the owner of the ox, uh, would have to just pay uh, the 15 to the master. All right, that uh, he, you know, it, uh, it, it would be a uh, right. If the guy would have had is, they would have taken it. All right. And, uh, uh, and what, what we say is, uh, you know, the, 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 moving on, uh, we say the next, the next case, Amarava, and Rava says, The same way, uh, if you engage half a woman, uh, she is not engaged. Okay, and what we say is, uh, the same way you're not allowed to have uh, half or marry half a woman, uh, same through, uh, now we would just flip it instead of talking about a, a, a half free half uh, enslaved male uh, maidservant what we're talking about here is a female uh, maidservant alright in this situation we say half free half 
um, uh, 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 slave, uh, that also uh, no Kedushin uh, can um, uh, take place with her. If, you, if someone would do Kedushin with her, uh, that is not a Kedushin. Same way uh, as if you, you can't uh, engage half a woman. Darash Rabba Barafuna, so we have a similar type of discussion uh, with this, and, and uh, Rabba Barafuna uh, uh, says that about the following Kushem, Shamakadesh Katsi Isha, Ainomukadeshit. If you try and engage and say, listen, I want to become married to half of a woman, uh, she is not Mukudeshit. Kach, Chetzer Shifarov, Chetzer Ben Chorin, Shinikacha, Ainu Mukudeshit. So too, uh, we assume as, uh, as, as a principle that uh, so too this half uh, slave woman, half a, uh, a free woman uh, is also not Mukudeshit. Amalei Ravchista, so now in this situation, Ravchista asks the question, me dummy, you can't really compare uh, those two. Uh, so we get to a similar type of argument, we just get, uh, instead of uh, you know, asking the question, we just assume it uh, as, uh, as, as a given uh, that it doesn't work. And now we just say, listen, uh, you know, maybe you, you, you can't compare the two. Maybe there'd be room to ask a question. So we're approaching it from a slightly different angle, but it's, the discussion's very similar. And Rav Kista asks, he says, Hatam uh, When you're coming along to a perfectly 100% free woman and you said, I want to be engaged to half of you, there is another half of her uh, which you didn't in- engage with. And therefore, uh, that is, uh, you can't uh, uh, say, you know, I want to uh, do it for half a woman because she cannot get married to another man. So it's either all or nothing. Uh, and, and so he's left over a part of his Kenyan. Hacha, Lord Shabbat. But yeah, uh, where if a, a man would go up to this half slave woman, half free woman, and you would say to her, listen, become engaged to me, really, his, his free part is engaging with her half free part, and really, uh, she's, it's 100% of her free part, uh, even though uh, the other part is slave. He can't do anything with that. Um, so, so there, Hadar, Okim, Rababar, Huna, Omara, Alay. So Rababar, Huna went back and he put an Amora in front of him, someone who would uh, uh, amplify his words, and he says, Vidarish, um, uh, it says, let the stumbling block be under your hands. Pasuk from Isaiah, uh, the, the concept is people didn't know, uh, what, what, you know who was, uh, what was going on uh, in the times uh, of the, the late Second Temple. Uh, things were uh, going and uh, falling apart. And what they said was, uh, listen, you, uh, you know a little bit. Uh, you know uh, the stumbling block. They called the Torah stumbling block because there's so many things that could go wrong. Uh, and they said, listen, you know a little bit about this Torah. Uh, come and be our teacher. Okay, that, that's what it says. Uh, talking about the stumbling block and your hands. So that's the simple meaning of the pasuk. It says, "Ein Adam Omeir al Ella Bahim." A person uh, only uh, succeeds in understanding the Torah uh, only once you've fallen uh, in them before. Afopish Amru. Yeah. So therefore, I made a mistake. Uh, I retract what I said before. And even though I said Afopish Amru, even though I said Hamaktish Ketsi Isha Ketsi if you try and engage half a woman, uh, she is not uh, engaged. Uh, you could do that uh, with a half slave woman, half free woman, because uh, you are, after all, engaging uh, 100% of her free side. So you are engaging with the amount, the maximum amount uh, that you can engage with. Uh, my time, it says, as we said uh, in, in the first case. Um, 
you left out half the woman. She, she's a free woman, and you're trying to only get engaged to half her. You've left half her behind, uh, which is meaningless because uh, she can't be married to another man. Uh, so therefore, uh, it's in, ineffective. Uh, as opposed to here, uh, you've in, uh, done 100% uh, with half of her. All right, that is uh, Rabbi Baruchuna's uh, uh, retraction. And Amar Rav Sheshit, uh, Rav Sheshit says no. Kushem shemakdish ketsi isha enu mukadeshit kach ketsi no, uh, the same way it doesn't work for half of a free, uh, half of a woman who is uh, totally free. Uh, the same thing, uh, if she's half free, uh, half slave woman, half free, uh, that also does not work. And if a person would whisper in your ear, as you shifka karufa, but surely what is the the brata talking about? The, this designated maid servant uh, in the Torah. Uh, surely what we're talking about here. Uh, surely she's half uh, slave, half free over there. Um, and she's uh, uh, engaged uh, to a, uh, a Jewish man. Okay, she's, and uh, I kind of gave it away because I said designated, but assuming uh, she's here, uh, she's engaged to a. Um, uh, the, this Evet Evri uh, who can have children with her Alma Abat Sarah so you would say that uh, she she, uh, uh, she she could uh, you know um, uh, be able she's able to uh, have uh, engagement applicable to her and here she's half slave half free but Idrusahi she could have Erisin Amalach so if someone would whisper that in your ear you would go back and say Klach Etsu Rabbi Ishmael go to the opinion of Rabbi Ishmael uh, and what are we talking about his understanding of this is really what we're talking about here is talking about a Canaanite uh, maidservant uh, um, engaged to an Evid Evri uh, and it says so how could a Canaanite slave woman uh, we can, how can we talk about uh, a um, uh, engagement of a Canaanite uh, slave so what can you say uh, it means uh, engaged it says it means designated okay uh, and, and that you know, as I said I gave it away a little bit because uh, I, I, I used that uh, initially uh, where I said you know this is a designated uh, servant so the same thing over here uh, she's not engaged it means she's just designated uh, for him there's no uh, actual uh, Erisin over here at all. So the same thing here. Hakanami my more reset miuchedet. It means that uh, this Canaanite uh, maid servant uh, is just designated, and, and if the man you know uh, lives with her, so she's half slave and half free, and she's been designated uh, to, to to someone. If a man would live with her, uh, he'd just have to bring an asham. Uh, one of the only times in the Torah where somebody would do something on purpose, and you still bring an asham. Okay, uh, that is just you know by the way. Uh, so therefore. Uh, now, once we're talking about this, uh, we have the following question. Amr Rav Chista, Chetzi Shifcha, Chetzi Bat Chorin, Shemikacha Luruvain, Vnishachra, Vchazra, Vnikacha Lashimon. What happens if you had a half uh, free, half uh, um, uh, maid servant woman, okay, uh, and then she is engaged to Ruvain, and then afterwards uh, she gets totally freed, uh, and uh, she goes and she gets engaged uh, to Shimon. So now, uh, Shimon's one uh, was with someone who's fully free, uh, and therefore, uh, uh, you know that uh, in theory uh, that should work. Okay, 
so it says, Shimon, uh, uh, then both the brothers, Ruvain and Shimon, die, uh, and neither of them have had children. Uh, she could come along and uh, get engaged. Uh, I mean, she could do, uh, Levi could still do Yibon uh, with her. But Isha, him. And I don't say uh, that she's the wife of two men. This uh, takes us back uh, to a discussion in Kedushin uh, where you know you have the same three brothers, Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi, uh, and Ruvain dies. Uh, Shimon uh, gives the woman uh, Maimar. Uh, okay, he doesn't actually do chalitza uh, to to get her out of his life, and he doesn't um, uh, and he doesn't do uh, yibum obviously, because uh, then obviously she'd be his fully fledged wife. And then if he would die, uh, then she would fall in, in yibum to Levi. What happens is he just gives you maimar, uh, the first stage, uh, the rabbinical uh, connection, uh, almost uh, similar to an engagement for a woman. Uh, so he gives you maimar, and then uh, the Gemara in uh, um, uh, kedushin, uh, I mean in um, Yevamot says, listen, what happens if Shimon dies? Uh, It's excluded uh, from uh, she's excluded from marrying Levi uh, because she falls to, to him from both brothers. Uh, it says, um, uh, and, and the verse says, uh, one of the brothers dies. And, and here it would seem that uh, she, she falls to him from two brothers. There's the connection with Ruvain, which was a proper full marriage, and there was a connection with Shimon, which was kind of a rabbinical uh, connection uh, to her. So she falls to him from two brothers, and that doesn't work. Uh, she's not uh, able to do Yibum. All right, so uh, in this situation with this half woman, uh, 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 half slave who was freed and then gets engaged to, to Shimon. If Shimon dies, uh, Levi could do Yibum, uh, you know, on. on um uh, at least for one of the brothers, we're going to explore exactly uh, that side. She, there's no issue of, uh, of, of her falling from two brothers. Whichever way you look at it, if you would hold uh, that uh, Ruvain's Kedushin was a full Kedushin, uh, then you would sell whatever Shimon uh, did to her uh, is, is nothing, you know, and uh, because as soon as she becomes free, uh, uh, Ruvain had engaged half of her, uh, and then uh, as, as if uh, if, it, if uh, uh, you know, once she became free, uh, the other half uh, of her became free, and as she uh, as she became free, uh, the rest of uh, Ruvain's kedushin spread to her. So either she's fully uh, uh, Ruvain's husband, uh, I mean Ruvain's wife, uh, belonging to Ruvain, and therefore. Uh, then uh, Shimon tried to engage her, uh, that's meaningless. Uh, therefore, she doesn't fall to him from Shimon at all. So it's 100% Ruvain, 0% Shimon. Okay, and therefore, so he's do Yibum uh, because of Ruvain. On the other hand, he could have the Shimon Kedushin. If you would say uh, that uh, once uh, she became engaged to uh, Ruvain, that was only the free part of her uh, when she was a half slave, half free woman, uh, you would say uh, that that half uh, becomes uh, engaged to her. In that situation, uh, what we would look at it, we say, listen, when she becomes free, uh, she reverts to zero. Uh, all, all her previous things uh, disappear, all her previous connections disappear, and now uh, she's like uh, um, a, a totally uh, free woman, unencumbered to anyone. Uh, then what we say is Shimon comes along and gives her Kedushin. Uh, in that situation, Kedushin of Ruvain love Kedushin, and the Kedushin of Ruvain just disappears. So whichever way you look at it, either she's 100% coming from Ruvain, or 100% coming from Shimon. Alright, uh, and that is that. Alright, now, Itmar, uh, we say, listen, uh, if we say, Chetzi Shifka Vachetzi Ben Chorin, Shinikasha, Luruvain, Nishakra, Vachazra, Minikasha, Lashimon. So, what happens in this case again uh, is that you have half a maid servant and half a free woman. She gets engaged to Ruvain. Afterwards, she was freed in, oh, totally, and uh, she gets engaged uh, to Shimon. Um, 
Rav Yosef Rav Yosef says that Rav Nachman says it says Paku Kedusha Rishon Rabbi Zaira Amar Rav Nachman Gamru Kedusha Rishon Okay, just explaining uh, the, the, the background behind it which I had explained without uh, reading uh, Rav Yosef Bechama in the name of Rav Nachman uh, says, listen, uh, on the one hand of, of doing it, you know the, uh, when she becomes free uh, the, 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 the first Kedushan, which was the half Kedushan, gets totally uplifted uh, and the second one takes effect so that's, that's how Shimon uh, worked Rabbi Zaira uh, saying that Rav Nachman says no, uh, the first one uh, just carries on, uh, once she's freed uh, the first one kind of spreads uh, and, and, and gets finished and therefore it is Ruvain's uh, there. Okay, so that is, uh, that's that. So now, um, different ways of what, uh, different uh, versions of what Rav Nachman said. All right, uh, and Amar Rabbi Zaira, Rabbi Zaira says, listen, Kavate Didi Mustabra. Rabbi Zaira says, listen, my version uh, is, is more likely uh, to be correct, addictive. Lo Yamut Ki Lo Hufsha. Uh, 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 it says not, the, if a man lives uh, with, this, with this woman um, uh, she shouldn't be put to death because she wasn't free uh, it says uh, but if you know, she was free they will be put to death because she's married uh, teach her that uh, once she's freed uh, then uh, the, uh, the condition takes place altogether okay? uh, and Amalai Abai, Abai says uh, listen according uh, to to the son of Devar Rabbi Shmuel, Amar Mishivcha Kananita or Seret Leevet Ivri. You know, we're talking here. Uh, we, we just we just had this case. You know, we're talking about a, a Canaanite maid servant engaged to an Evet Ivri, a, a, a Jewish slave. Uh, it says Hachinami Haichufsha Yomutu. Is it? You know, would you say if she's free, they would be put to death? Uh, once she's free, uh, then uh, obviously she. Um, Engagement to the 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 the, uh, the, the Jewish slave uh, would would disappear. Ella uh, So therefore, uh, what do you have to say to understand it according to Rabbi Shmuel? Uh, it must be in a case where she was free, and then uh, she gets, goes back and she gets engaged as well. And therefore, hakanami. So maybe what you would say in this situation, So maybe uh, only this uh, applies when she gets she was 100% free, and then she goes and gets, uh, gets engaged again. Uh, but it's not that uh, freeing her uh, causes the, uh, the, the rest of the Kedushan, the Kedushan of half of her, to spread uh, to throughout all of her. All right, uh, that, uh, that, that, uh, you know, so there's no proof, uh, according to Bayer, uh, from that. All right, so now, um, uh, another case about this half uh, uh, slave woman half freeman Amarav Huna Bakatina Amarav Yitzhak in the name of Yitzhak Maase Bisha Echad Shechetze Shifka Vechetze Bachurin there was a um uh, woman who was half free and half slave woman, okay, uh, and uh, and Batkorin, Kafu etraba vasa Batkorin, and then the master came along, they forced the master and they made her free. Come uh, on, who does this go like Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka? It goes like Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka, Amar al Shneim, who am I, Viavarech, Otam Elohim, Vayome, etc., Pruravu, Meluita, etc., as part of the Mishnah, uh, it says, because Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka says uh, that, you know, 
Hashem blessed them, and Hashem just said to them, uh, "Be fruitful, multiply." Uh, means you know, the, it, it, it would seem that this is uh, uh, the mitzvah is on the woman uh, to uh, for Pru and Ru as well, uh, as opposed to uh, just a man, uh, and 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 therefore uh, that is why we need to do it uh, and, and free as well. Uh, maybe that is why we forced uh, to get freed. Rav Nachman by Yitzhak, he says no. Law mina kefker natnu nahaguba. I know people were just treating her in a very loose manner uh, because she was half slave, half free. Uh, people were um, uh, just uh, she was licentious, uh, etc., and, uh, and and had relations with her, and therefore uh, she, they they forced her to get because she couldn't get married to anyone. Uh, people were just treating her um, in, in in this way and treating her um, uh, in, in in a way that was not appropriate, and therefore. They forced the master to uh, emancipate her and free her, and once she became uh, free, then she'd get married, and then her husband would look after her. Right, <coughs> uh, that's, uh, the, let's just start the next Mishnah uh, and do a little bit of that. Um, uh, so, so what we say is hamocher avdo legoim. So what happens is if you uh, sell your uh, slave uh, to non-Jews or uh, or even uh, to a Jew outside of Eretz Yisrael, yatsa ben chorin, the slave gets freed. Okay, because uh, the slave is uh, partially, uh, you know, it, it, it has to do all the mitzvot of a woman. So you know, so so now he'd be restricted uh, if he was in the new situation, either uh, because he's. Uh, uh, living now with a with a with a non-Jew, and the non-Jew doesn't, you know, uh, keep Shabbos or anything like that, uh, and and therefore, or else he who lose uh, the the all the laws of Eretz Yisrael. Uh, so what we do, uh, once you do, we sell him. We say, listen, um, you you say your original owner uh, that you come free. Uh, so if he goes and escapes the new owner, uh, he is fully free. It's not that he can capture him back uh, and get him back. Uh, all right. So now Tanur Abanan Hamocha Avdo Lagoim. So what happens? If if you sell your slave uh, to non-Jews, yata lecherut rishon. The slave is free, but he needs uh, a get from his first master. Amram Shimon Gamla, Ram Shimon Gamla says, "Ramadan Ramrim." When do we say uh, such a thing? Shelo katav alea alav or no? So that's uh, when the master didn't write a document, but it says aval katav alav or no? If he did write a document for him, uh, this is his freedom. Zeshikuro. Uh, so you know what is the nature of this do- uh, document, uh, and it says my or no. I'm Rav Sheshet to cut of lahaki kushir berach mimenu only esek bach. It says if you will escape uh, from this non-Jew, I've got nothing uh, to do with you. So it's not a document of freedom, uh, but it's enough for him to be considered uh, free at the time. We learn in a brata Tanur Rabbanan. Uh, we have love alea minagois. What happens if you borrow uh, from a non-Jew? Uh, and it says uh, on, on the basis uh, it says alav minagois. So you, you're borrowing on the basis of the slave. So in other words, similar to what we had, you give the slave uh, as some form of collateral, uh, and that you can collect the slave if uh, the debtor defaults. Okay, kavan shasav logoi nimoso. So the minute uh, the goy behaves with him uh, like uh, Nimuso, which is like his law, his custom, uh, as we're going to see uh, what that means, uh, then the slave is free. All right? That's, uh, it's as if he's taken possession of him. Uh, it says, my Nimuso, what does it mean? Uh, his law, his custom. Uh, so what happens, he puts a nashka, he puts a seal. Uh, on him, okay, like a chain maybe or something like that. In other words, he shows ownership over him. 
Mate Rav Sheshit, Rav Sheshit doesn't like that. He says, listen, Arisin, Vachachi Riot, Vachirai, Bate Avot, Vagoi, Shemishkain, Sadei Lisrael. So there is a, a, a brighter in Trumot, uh, which says uh, that uh, if there's a field owned by a non Jew, uh, but there, there, there's some connection with Jews, either the Jews were sharecroppers or tenant farmers. They're basically at, at the difference between a sharecropper and a tenant farmer, uh, either they, they give a certain portion to the non Jew, else they, they keep, uh, they, they give a fixed amount, uh, either, you know, like a 10 or 20 percent uh, to, the, to the Jew, and then they keep uh, to, the non, to the owner, and then they keep the rest. Or uh, what happens is, is that um, you, uh, they, you, you give them the, the goy a certain amount, uh, and then they keep the rest of the field. So, you know, all different uh, ideas, uh, I mean, all different concepts uh, with, with how you split the profits of the field. Or Jewish family sharecroppers. So there's a whole family of sharecroppers who work a, a, a field or generation after generation, or a non Jew who he gives his field to a Jew. It says, uh, even though the, the non Jew act uh, on, uh, for the Jew on that thing, uh, it's part of from Masa because the field uh, belongs to the non Jew. It wasn't, it's not considered here uh, that it's uh, uh, transferred to the Jew. So it says, in the way you explained it before, uh, Nashka, uh, that he puts a seal on it, Sade, but Nashka, he, uh, you know, how do you ever have a seal on a field? That's, uh, you know, what's the concept of that? Ella Amma, Rav Sheshit's man. No, really what it means is once the time, uh, it's talking about time, and once the, it means the time. In other words, once the, the deadline, you had a set deadline, the, da- the debt wasn't paid by that date, uh, the server, the slave, uh, would be transferred to the possession of the non Jew. And the same thing uh, with the field as well. Uh, so therefore, the Gemara says, Kasha's man, Azman. Uh, but surely there's in terms of the time uh, of the slave and the time of the field. So surely the same case, you know, after the set time uh, the slave leaves uh, the, the, uh, his, his previous owner gets uh, taken by the goy and therefore he's freed. In the case of the field, uh, the produce doesn't uh, become tithed uh, like uh, the produce of a Jew. Because other, you know, we're assuming here that a non-Jew does not own the land. That's the subject of another discussion uh, and, and, and it's exempt from Truman Masa. Uh, but here, when it becomes the Jews, surely uh, the Jews uh, does have to do it and uh, it, it does have to take with Truman Masa. Yeah, if we say uh, that he doesn't, then how does it work? So, law kasha, haim. Uh, no, really what it means in the, in the slave, uh, the case of the slave who gets free, it's where his time has arrived. In the field, uh, we're talking about its time to be transferred, had not yet arrived. That's why it's exempt from Truman Masa. The Gemara says, Ella Gabe Evid, Demata Asmana, Obviously, if the, uh, the slave's time to be free, uh, t- time uh, to, to have repaid the debt has arrived and he hasn't, uh, it's passed and he hasn't paid back the debt, well, obviously, uh, the slave gets free. Okay? Uh, it's the same as if he was sold to him. Ella, idi, idi, the law matters mana. No, in both cases, the time has not yet arrived. The law kasha, haile gufay, haile pare. No, uh, the difference is the slave is freed because that's a slave himself, because uh, the time has come. Thing, and that same thing with the produce. The creditor has a right to take the produce of the field, but he doesn't take possession of the field himself. So that's why uh, it's still exempt uh, from Truma and Masa. Uh, that is uh, the one answer. Vibatoma, another answer would be uh, it says, uh, uh, Really, even if the time would have arrived, uh, still there's something different because he borrowed on the condition that he collect from it, uh, but they had not yet uh, collected from it yet. So even though it's uh, it 
you know, it's, it's, uh, it's been, uh, the, the field hadn't yet been collected from the, the non-Jew by the Jew, uh, it's still exempt from Trim and Masa, but the fact that the Jew uh, agreed that the slave could be taken by the non-Jew already, uh, he, it's, uh, the, the, the penalty by the rabbis kicks in and, it's, and he has to go along and free his slave. All right, uh, that is uh, where we'll leave it for today. Uh, we'll pick up tomorrow. Everyone should have a great day.